0: Good morning. Thank you. Uh, did anybody else get scared by the cannons? I think, I think my son started crying. Sorry, Caden. You'll be all right. Um, so, hi. My name is Mitchell. I work with uh, our high schoolers. Um, and this is, a fun, this is a fun Sunday for me. Um, this is a really fun Sunday this year because I get to get rid of some seniors. Last year was tough because it was a really great class, and I cried, and this year I'm just—this is a joyful service for me. <laughs> I'm only half joking. Um, no, this, this class has been—it's uh, been something. Some of them are really great. Some of them are—it's um, just a joyful Sunday. I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad to be up here. Uh, no, so we do this every year, and, and we just give uh, the students and their families a chance to come up um, for a couple reasons. One, a lot of you probably don't know a lot of our students. Uh, we have a lot of students that um, their families don't attend here on a Sunday. We have a lot of students who they just kind of come and go, and you, you just miss them in passing. And so this is a great opportunity for you to see these students who have, have, have come through Waypoint, either their families are here on Sunday or they're, they're showing up on Wednesday nights. Um... But it's a chance for you to to get a face, to to see somebody who's going out to do bigger and better things, we hope. And so the the goal for you guys, as you see some of these students, whether you know them or you don't know them, is latch on to something about them that you can be praying for. That's, that's what we want this to be for, for everybody else. We want this to be a community of people that's supporting each other and, and even if they're going off to college or they're moving away, we still want to support them and we still want to be there um, if they need anything and, and just the, the sense of knowing that somebody or a group of somebody's is praying for them um, can go a long way sometimes if you're in a dark space or something's going on or, or trials hit. Um, so be praying for them. As, as you're watching these students and their families come up, be praying for them. Be praying for the students, be praying for their families who are, you know, dealing with some grief and some loss as these, these kids are growing up and moving out um, and not children anymore. It's kind of a weird thing. I, I'm not looking forward to that myself with my kids, but um, that, that's kind of where we want you guys to be as, as we're listening to this service. So we're just gonna dive right in. We're gonna have the Bontrager's come on up. They're gonna go first. And so we give them we I have said the goal is five-ish minutes. But that's kind of knowing that some people are a little more long-winded and might talk a little bit more. And sometimes you just need to explain things a little bit a little bit more. So I'll hand it over.
1: So I heard a quote a couple of weeks ago that said there are good things in life. And then there are miraculous things in life. And Caleb has been in a hurry and hard-headed from day one. By thinking that it was a smart idea to be born at around 22 weeks. Um, I spent six weeks in the hospital with him. Then he was in the hospital for six weeks. I think there's a picture that shows all of the equipment that it took To sustain his life when he was born. So we know as his mom and dad that God um, has had big plans for his life from day one. So it's been a joy to be his parents. Um, He keeps us on our toes, probably especially me, um, by doing things like Medicating himself when he was probably three. He thought he needed some medicine for an earache, so he just took matters into his own hands to medicate himself, thought gave the babysitter a heart attack. Um, biked down the road quite some distance to find his dad at work when he was probably four. Um, rode the bus somewhere else after school because he didn't want to come home. I mean, you know, it just, the list just goes on. So Mitchell, I, I get where you're coming from. He's probably one of the, the leaders of kids that he's excited to move on to the next phase of life. So I just, I want you to know that God's got big plans for you. Um, we love you. We will always be your parents and your biggest supporters. And one of my favorite statements is that as your mom, I'll always be in front of you, leading you, behind you, cheering you on, or beside you walking through life's battles. So love you lots.
2: Hi, Dobby. (laughs) It's been a joy spending life with him since he showed up early. Um, We've done a lot of fun things together. I remember one instance, he was probably four or five. We were up fishing, and a torrential downpour shows up. I run, get in the truck, tear around the pond, go pick him up roll the window down. I'm like, dude, get in. No, I'm fishing. He was having a ball. Um, we have got to go probably on at least 10 mission trips together um, out of the country, and it's been neat um, just watching him light up and interact with the locals, with the kids, and uh, use his talents there Just had a lot of good memories of that, Um, and it's been a joy being able to work with him here at home, watch him grow, hang out with his rowdy crew. Um, (laughs) have a lot of good times together. I guess I just want to say to you and to the rest of them, you know, whatever you guys do in life, um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, because that's what matters. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord.
0: Hiles, if you want to make your way up here. Yes, he, he was one that makes this a joyful service.
3: Good? Oh, Oh, I've been dreading and looking forward to this service for quite a few years. Um, Haley has been a dream for a parent. Always behaves, always does her homework, always does what she says she's going to do. We do remember one time, though, getting a call from the school when she got in trouble, and we were shocked and thought, Are they sure they have the right kid? And it was an elementary school. And see, Haley liked to, when she was about six, run in front of everybody and hide behind things and jump out and scare you. And she did this with a laugh and a giggle and always smiling. So she decided one day at Jefferson Elementary to run ahead of her music class when they were going to music and get behind the door. And when the teacher walked in, she jumped out and laughed and scared her. And the teacher was really upset. (laughs) And they called us. So we had to teach her that maybe that wasn't the rest, best place to do that, but she did it often. Every time we'd get home, she'd run in and hide. But one of my favorite memories, I think, is, this is something special we decided to do when Haley turned 10. And I know some friends of ours in this, in this group have done it as well, at any age. But when Haley turned 10, we decided to take a trip with just the three of us, without her siblings. Um, She got four days to pick anywhere in the continental United States, which we thought would make it cheaper, but she picked a very expensive city of San Francisco. (laughs) Um, So we spent four days with just her and she got to choose exactly what we did, where we ate, everything we did. And we continued it with our other two kids and like I said, even people out here that have now done it. And I would just suggest doing it because it's a great time to spend with just that child and I'm just very proud of you, <laughs> love you.
4: Do You wanna talk? Not really. No. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so there's a few things that stand out about Haley, um, kind of growing up. Uh, one thing, I think a lot of people who know Haley, um, one thing everybody will say the same thing is that um, she was super smiley. Um, growing up, People would just walk by and say, hey, Haley, and she would just go <laughs> um, Never really said a whole lot, um, just smiled like crazy. And that continued out on through life. Um, she was also really active in pretty much everything. So um, pretty much any sport she tried in some capacity, um, different activities. And again, it was, it was always super smiley. Um, we always joked that when she was playing sports, that she would bump into somebody and say, "Sorry." Um, she was always super competitive, but never really um, was just always smiling and having a lot of fun. Um, so that's those are some things that we really um, you know we think about with Haley is just super smiley, always wanting to do something competitive and active and um, just always having a lot of fun. Yeah, you want to. Okay. All
0: right. Good job, guys. Thanks. Ellis's. This is another one that makes it a joyful Sunday. The two of them together were just dangerous. <laughs>
5: I think we realized you were on the list, pretty much. It must be a Caleb thing in part. So, Um, but yeah, those two are exceptionally close and uh, it's been a joy to watch them grow up together and be such good friends. But um, I guess I'll start with, um, as a parent, we all have these moments um, throughout the course of your kids' lives that are supposed to look back on and kind of make an impact and an imprint on you. And one of them for me, was picking up Caleb from the mission trip that youth group went down to Charleston a few years ago. And uh, just the joy and excitement that he came back with. So it was, this is, was I think, a plug for the mission trips in general. But I mean, just truly a, a remarkable impact on him, his personality, and kind of where he felt like his place was in the world and where he wanted to go. And since that time, and Caleb has always been Sociable and outgoing, but it's just the energy and drive and enthusiasm for life, and being a light uh, for God and having an impact on others has been something that's been recognized since that time. And uh, so it's been it's been interesting. Um, Caleb, as you probably know, those you know, I mean, he's six seven, two two twenty five thereabouts. Comes from a family that has played generations of basketball, and day in, almost, or week in and week out, maybe day in and day out, he gets questions about, for those that meet him, do you play basketball, did you play basketball? And it's something he's kind of said, I've got other passions in life, and he's got immense talents in a number of areas, music certainly being one of them, um, some other sports, and he's just embraced that. And his, But I think the thing that I really am so impressed with him is he's matured, and that I look back at that, that moment coming back from Charleston is, him walking and charting his own course and being, having an impact on the others that he comes, comes into in life. There's so many pressures on high school kids in this day and age. There's the temptation. There's the peer pressure of, come along, let's do this, let's do that. And Caleb was always steadfast. And the, the mental strength, the physical strength, the adherence to a faith, and an, an unapologetic approach that he takes in having an impact in others' lives is something that I just take so much pride in and I admire and so much about him. He is the strength beyond anything I could have possibly imagined in my life um, at that time and anybody really I've run into. He is a, he is a light for God in this world, and uh, he's going to pursue, um, I think, continuing that down in Indiana Wesleyan in, in the years to come, and we're super excited for him to be able to do that. So love you, buddy looking forward to you continue to have that impact on people's lives. So.
6: I knew he was one of the people too, so. Um, so I could stand up here and talk about how much I love this kid and how proud we are of him for all day. But in the short moments that were given, I thought that I would share a couple things from a journal that I started. Um, we struggled with infertility um, and so when Caleb, when we found out we were expecting Caleb, it was like a miracle for us. <clears throat> I'm not gonna cry. So um, I just remember that day getting that, that phone call and I had this journal, I'd had it for years and so I just started writing in it and I just won my second one. Um, I gave him this a couple years ago but I thought it would be kind of fun as I was like reading through it um, I found two entries that I thought kind of summed up a little bit of what I love about him. So, so the first entry is from March um, 10th or 11th, 2007. He was almost two years old. Today, while eating lunch, you stuck two kernels of corn up your nose. I left the kitchen to get something, and when I came back, you pointed to your nose and whined. I saw the first one and got you to blow it out, but I couldn't see the second one. You cried and cried and wanted up, so we sat on the couch until your crying popped it out. Just thought you should know. I love you. (laughs) And that is one of the things that I love about him, Um, even in the time, not the corn, but even in the time... (laughs) Even in the times where he drives me crazy because he forgot something or he can make me laugh. Um, and I just think it, it's such a gift to be able to do that and it brings such joy to our family. Um, I can't even tell you the number of weird pictures of facial expressions I've gotten from him over the years that I think he regrets sometimes because I usually put them out there for things. But, um, but they're just, they crack me up and I love it. And, also, the, the times where I hear, we can hear Caleb and his younger brother Lucas just laughing their heads off in their rooms. And I know they're watching some dumb video they did with their friends. And I've even been privileged enough to watch a few of those videos. And I would just have two words. Pizza Frisbee is a very popular event apparently. And if any of you have never heard of that, please feel free to see Caleb at the end of the service. And you too can play that in your home. I know there are a few boys in this audience today know what I'm talking about. Good times. Also, if you ever need a shower curtain hung up, these are the guys for you. So the second entry um, is actually the day before the first one, and I'm not gonna read the whole part of it. Thank you. So it was the day before again, he was almost two. My heart is swelling with love. When I look at you tonight while you were sleeping, I just thought, how I want you to stay this age. Does that make sense? I know before too long you will be all grown up. I hope you will still let me hug you. That is one of my favorite things. And here we are, you're all grown up. And I'm so thankful that you're never embarrassed to hug me or seek me out before you leave or when you wake up in the morning to come hug me. Um, I just so appreciate that and I appreciate all of the chats. I know that I will get more sleep when you're away at college because I, but I would never, I would never take away any of those times that we've just sat up late at night, just talking life out. And I just, I will always treasure those memories with you. So thank you for the laughter. Um, You are such a blessing to us and our family. We, We know that you will use the gifts that God has given you. And we cannot wait to see what he has in store and um, we know that you're going to do amazing things and we love you so much
0: thanks snyder's you guys can come up next
7: Snyder and this is my husband Dave. Um, Kennedy has been coming here for a long time and I just want to thank the entire church family for welcoming her and to make her feel comfortable. Um, All while we went to a whole different church and she was faithful and came here every Sunday. I want to thank Tylee for bringing her every single Sunday. Before she could drive, you picked her up and brought her every single Sunday and I couldn't be more happier. That has been awesome. Thank you, Tylee. Um, Your achievements are unbelievable. You graduated a year early because you were dedicated to do it. You were so headstrong. Your future is bright. It's brighter than the sun. And little story, since everybody's talking about backgrounds and stuff, she's attached to our hips. She won't stop hugging. We sit on the recliner, and she's right here beside me. So when she goes to college, I am going to miss that immensely. Um, To finish up, may your dreams always stay big and your worries small. Love
5: you. I'm not sure, everybody else seemed to have something rehearsed. I really did not think I was gonna talk, so. (laughs) Just really proud of her. Uh, She has a servant's heart, she loves the Lord, and we're proud of her. She graduated a year early. Thank you. Good job.
0: Douglas. You guys are up next.
8: I'm Tim Dougal, this is my wife, Wen, and here's Maya. And I've got a few notes here that I took, a couple categories, I didn't want to miss anything good here. Um, So the first category is center of attention, which is better than saying spoiled. Um, Maya is the youngest of our four kids. She has three older brothers, she's the only daughter, And in our whole entire family, she's one of only two nieces and granddaughters. So needless to say, she's had a lot of attention over her lifetime. The last 18 years and probably the next 18 years, if I had to guess. um, We had three boys in a year and a half prior to Maya coming four years later. So um, we had a lot of noise, and we were like a military operation for bedtime and meals and all those type of things to try to keep the three boys in line. Then four years later, Maya comes along and it's pretty much, we were kind of tired of all that. So whatever was easiest is what happened with Maya. So she was kind of the go with the flow uh, child. So wherever we were at and whatever times happened to be, Maya would just go right along with the flow. And uh, for example, um, she never slept one night in her crib. She, I think she fussed for five minutes, so we took her out, never spent one night, you knew that, right? Okay, never spent one night in her crib, just because it was too much hassle to try to make her you know, cry it out like we did with the boys, but no, with Maya, we decided, nah, we don't need to do that. Um, and then for another example that we laugh about is our friends had a cottage that had a lot of pictures of all their grandkids up there, and Maya goes up there and then she wonders where her picture is because she's so used to having her picture everywhere. So we had to explain to her that, you know, that's not her family. I don't know if she even quite got that or not. But, um, and then another example is, uh, Maya being the center of attention is, my wife's a photographer, so we always have a camera or video camera. And so, oh, as you can probably tell by the pictures going on back there. And uh, so even if we go with our boys somewhere, when we looked at the pictures, they always seemed to be of Maya for some reason. The boys would be swimming, it would be one picture of them swimming, all the rest would be of Maya in the bleachers, smiling and, you know, acting silly. Um, the next category is just some of the highlights of Maya, and her, uh, these would be kind of under um, athletics, in, in pseudo-athletics, as you'll see. Um, the first thing would be her soccer. She was um, on the aquatic weed control team, and um, she had pink shoes and shin guards. She had socks and her water bottle. And her, always have her hair done and get her braid in before her, her uh, soccer team or soccer game. And then she would get on the field and run all over the place, but never by the soccer ball. She would just run all over. And then when it was break time, she'd run over to get her water. And she'd run all over the place. But I don't know if you ever touched the ball once. I don't think, I think so. Yeah, pick flowers, things like that. And her brothers would say, man, Dad, she's just terrible. She doesn't even touch the ball. And we're like, just tell her she did a good job. And they would. They'd go over there and tell her she did good. Yeah. Uh, gymnastics was the next um, that she moved on to. And there was only one place that she could practice gymnastics. And that was right in front of the television. I mean, like, right in front of it. So I'd get home from work and eat, take a shower, get ready for bed, watch, want to watch TV, but nope. Here comes Maya to do her back bends and her cartwheels, which I always got wrong when I told her it was a good cartwheel. She'd say, "No, that's a backbend or a walkover or whatever." So I learned a few things there. Um, and then the last thing under this category, which is recently, is, believe it or not, Maya got in trouble for not cleaning her room, And so um, well, I was going to say "we," but I was going to take her phone away. And but then that was too harsh. Her mother intervened, and I was asked to 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 delay that for three days. Why Maya did a a PowerPoint presentation to give me an alternative punishment that would maybe be more, you know, would be better. Um, It had to do with not having a phone, which she did make a point that she doesn't know how to drive without her phone, and she she had to go to work. So long story short, we acquiesced and she got a different alternative punishment, which I'm not even sure if you, did you do <laughs> did, it? You yeah. did, oh, but a part of it was uh, cooking for the family for two weeks. So that worked out pretty good in some ways for us. Um, the last category is surviving, growing up with her three brothers. Um, one of the things I remember the most with their three brothers is I came out of our room, which was on the upstairs and her brothers had her in a laundry basket trying to lift her over their head, right next to the railing, which was right like 15 feet down to the foyer. And uh, so I was able to intervene there and keep her from pretty much probably gonna be flipped over downstairs. So that, that uh, we saved you from. You were hitting the head a lot with the basketball. Whatever, whenever we played basketball, it just seemed like a magnet. It would always bounce and hit Maya in the head. Uh, but she survived that too. Um, now, on the brighter side, she, had, she was good at throwing a football because we go down and throw a football. Uh, she was good at shooting her crossbow and her guns. Um, she shot a bigger buck, not as big as that one fella's buck that, that we started with, that, but um, it was still pretty good for a seven-year-old. There is a picture up there, I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, with the buck she shot, I think. Did we send that one in? Okay. Um, and she pretty much single-handedly eliminated the groundhog infestation we had one year with her crossbow Um, and uh, so she was she was she was a girly girl in some ways but she also was a little bit of a tomboy in others and so at this point Maya we're proud of you the fine young Christian woman that you're becoming Um, as always put God first he's got a lot of good things in store for you I'm sure and I'll leave you with my favorite Bible verse which these days it's more applicable than ever it's Colossians 2.8, and it, it deals with what you put in your, in your mind and in your heart. And it says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that, that come from man, uh, but rather from Christ. So, um, good luck in college. I know you'll do well. God has a lot of good things for you. Mm-hmm.
9: I I was hoping that um, the other four parents that someone had cried up here so I wouldn't be the first one. So here here goes. This is like a little letter to you, okay? Dear Maya, now that you are embarking on the next part of your journey, these are the prayers that Dad and I have for our children, and I thought this is an appropriate time that I share with you what the prayers are that we have been praying for you kids. Um we pray that God pours his we pray that God pours his spirit upon you. We want you to lean to him and open your eyes to hear the truth and open your heart and ears to hear his voice. We pray that you continue to always have a heart for God, his word and his ways. We pray that you lean onto God for wisdom, discernment and revelation. We pray that God gives you a strong sense of purpose for your life and that you are led to the right occupation that he wants you to do. We pray that you have a sound mind and the right attitude. We pray that you resist evil influences and destructive behavior. And finally, we pray that you are always under his protection and this is the verse that I want you to remember when you're out there on your own. It's pretty similar to what dad said and it's from Proverbs 19, 20 to 21. Listen to the advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So Maya, you have so much more in store for you than you can imagine. So I'm just so proud of you.
0: Thank you. Good job, guys. All right, one more Carringtons. Come on up. I think Cade is the one that made Caleb and Caleb manageable. He kind of helped keep them in check a little bit. He's like, has the same energy, but knows when to stop. Where the other two don't.
10: Who's first? me. Okay. Well, I already shed several tears, so I guess that's just who I am. And I'm going to shed more. Uh, So I'll just finish this out with lots of tears. Um, Cade, you you have been a leader from day one, uh, showing up a few weeks early, making your presence known by peeing on the doctor as you arrived. And... uh, and you never stopped um, making your presence known and being a leader. Um, It took you years to figure out the kind of leader you wanted to be and what that actually looked like and how to do that well. Um, But you've never given up. You've never given up in times where, as your mom, I wanted to give up and I I honestly didn't understand why you kept pushing. Um, You challenged me to be a better mom, to be a better person. Um, and it's, it's great. <laughs> um, at a very young age, you loved the Lord. You, you sang his praises, you asked Jesus into your heart um, when you were just a few years old. When you started reading, you were reading your Bible, you were reading it to your sister, you were sharing um, God's word with anybody who would listen to you. And one of the most um, special memories for me is when you came running out of your bedroom one day, you were probably six or seven, you hadn't been reading long, and you said, Mom, I know what I'm supposed to do for my life. I know. And I was like, whoa, you're like not that old, but okay, what, what? And you said, I just read in the Bible that I am supposed to go out and make disciples. You read the Sermon on the Mount, and you stood there, and you read it to me, and you embraced that at such an early age, Um, and that leader inside of you has continued to do that And everything you've endured. Um, You've cheated death more times than we probably even know, because you are a driver now and have been for a couple years, so I know how that is. I was a teen once, Um, but... I definitely think cheating death in Haiti was a huge turning point for you. And probably the one of the hardest times to watch you go through that pain and suffer, and yet, through it all, God still remained um, in your heart and in your praises and um, yeah, you came out of that and were victorious and it changed It changed you. It made you stronger and that's what you have done every single time. Um, you've always come out stronger. And so when people ask me, are you sad, are you crying, are you worried? And I'm like, I'm really not. Cade is more than ready. He's always known what he's called to do. He knows what he's gonna go out and do. And although it's not always clear you're still ready to take it all on. And I'm so proud of you. I love you.
11: So I think she made me cry a little bit. (laughs) Um, This kid just, he blows me away on a consistent basis. Um, The dedication to what he sets his mind to, um, I can take you back to that five- or six-year-old, and um, I remember him coming to us, probably about the same time she was talking about, and he said, guys, mom, dad, I figured out what God can't do. We're like, what? Like, what in the world are you talking about? You're six. He goes, God can never make himself never be. We're like, holy crap. Who are you?" (laughs) Um, But he's always been a deep thinker. Anybody that has known him um, and you have a conversation with him, um, he's a deep thinker. Um, Smart kid and dedicated to to who he is. Um, I think one of the most proud things that I've seen with him is he is himself. He knows his limitations. He protects himself from being in situations that he doesn't want to get caught up into. Um, he's selected his friends um, in that way as well. Caleb, Caleb, you guys have been great for him too. Like, it's, uh, it's been great to see that friendship, uh, the friendships that he's had, and, it, and the, the friendships have not followed the sports that he played. Um, it was almost like a separation. Uh, but he has a, it seems to be a wide range of people that he's impacted. And then we get through this, and we're, now we're heading off to college. And I, I can't be more proud of the direction that he's setting. Um, the opportunity that he's been given, the opportunity ahead of him, has the potential of being just unbelievable impact for what God has for him, and we are so proud of, of that. Um, the one last thing I wanted to say, we were talking last night a little bit about who he is within the family, and he has been a leader within the family. Um, he has four siblings, and each one of them he has a different bond with, but he has a special bond, more so than, than any of the other ones have with each other. Um, and like with Grant, they're, they're right there. They're, they're like best friends, and yet they do different things, and yet they're still best friends. And with Drew, they have a little more interest together, and so then they have their little pact of things that they do together. Um, with Jayla, um, they're two of the same people, different genders. Sarcasm runs thick with both of them. Um, with Berjeline, he was the first one that met her. He's got this bond with her that nobody else will ever have. And this connection with her, and uh, it, it's just, it's phenomenal. Don't ever lose that. Always reach out to him. Um, never stop giving your mom hugs. She loves it. Um, or giving both of us hugs. So, thank you. Hold on, I was supposed to
10: say... <laughs> sorry, I just have to say, um, on top of it, Kate is a comedian. He may be steadfast and dedicated, but he's always been the one to make us laugh, and his sister wanted me to say that, that that's... Jayla, that's, his, that's her favorite thing about you, is that you always make her laugh. Um, and I'm also supposed to say that the first word you taught Bergeline in English was poop. <laughs> So thank you. (laughs)
0: Thanks, good job guys. Luis asked if he could come up and say a couple things, just real quick.
12: Man, what an honor to just hear everybody's stories. Um, For the past four years, I've gotten the opportunity to humbly serve with Caleb and Caleb. Can You guys stand for a second? You guys have heard about them, right? I didn't even ask them to clap, they've heard so much about you, they're like, these guys are legends. Um, I've been blown away that since freshman year, they've been plugged in and not just serving, but leading uh, on the worship team at WSM Worship and your friends, and and what an an honor it is to just share the stage with you. I'm sad that I'm not gonna get to do it on a regular basis anymore. Uh, Thank you for going through all my crazy ideas, and answering my phone calls really late at night. I really appreciate that. Um, But I've just been so blown away by you guys' talent and your hearts. And as, I just really hope that Waypoint can join me in this too, because they've been serving you guys so faithfully for the past four years while they go to school, while they go to work, while they keep their grades up, while they avoid staying grounded, I'm sure. Um, if you guys could just join me in thanking them as they move on to the next steps. Love you guys.
0: You can take it. I'm done with it. So jokes aside, I am going to miss this class. This, um, the class last year was a hard one to lose. Dang it. I said I wasn't going to do it. Um, but these guys have. They've stepped up. They've filled a lot of, a lot of gaps. And we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you a lot. Um, I just want to close this service by having, I didn't tell you guys we were going to do this, but I need all of our seniors and your families to stand up and just come space yourself out along the stage here. Um, come on up, come on up. And it was mentioned a little bit ago, but I want to I wanna leave you with this. Um, The last thing Jesus said before he ascended into heaven, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but go make disciples. Teach what I have commanded you. Teach them what I have commanded you. And behold, I am always with you. Don't forget that. That's what you're called to do. Go. Get out. Make disciples. Grow the kingdom. And I have no doubt in my mind that this class will do that. So as they go, can we just all stand and maybe even come forward and, and just pray for them um, and send them out? So everybody, yeah, if, you, if everybody can stand, don't feel like you have to come forward, but if you want to come forward and just be around them or lay hands on them, that would be awesome. But I'm just going to pray for them and, and we'll close the service that way. Give people a second to kind of gather. All right, Father, thank you for um, this group of students and the ones that aren't here that, were, that have been involved with Waypoint, um, with Waypoint Student Ministries. I, I just want to lift them all up to you. I pray that you just give them the strength and the wisdom and the courage to follow you when it gets tough, to follow you in the good times and in the bad, um, when they're faced with trials, when they're faced with Attacks from the enemy. Father, give them that strength, that wisdom, that courage to keep following you, to shine for you, to be your hands, your feet, to make disciples. Remind them constantly that you're right there. You're with them. You're never going to leave them. I just pray that, that big things come from their life. Big things for the kingdom. Things that they're not receiving the glory for but you are so put the, put the people in their lives, put the opportunity in their lives in their path that, that, that they can just choose to follow you and choose to, to do these big things um, help them to never forget that they have a home here they have people here praying for them, lifting them up, supporting them and if they ever need anything they can come back come back and get filled up, and we'll send them right back out. Father, we love you. We thank you for the time that we've had with with these students and and what they've done in our lives around here. Um, And I am just anxious and ready to see what you do through them, in them, in the years to come. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. your name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for being here this morning. (laughs) Hug a a senior on your way out, and uh, we'll see you next week.